welcome to our mini-sodes on agents with our agent assistant, Alice Hoskins. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alice. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's lovely to meet you, Alice. Would you mind introducing yourselves to our listeners, please? Of course. So I'm Alice Hoskins and I work with literary agent Sophie Lambert at CNW Agency, which some listeners might know as Convol and Walsh. Um, as it was previously known, and it's part of the Curtis Brown Group. Um, I joined c in January 2022 after a few years working in the theatre, film, TV and education industries, respectively, as a freelancer. And I'm so excited about these mini-sodes, and I know they're going to be so helpful to so many of our listeners, and probably to us as well, so thank yes. you. So without further ado, let's get cracking. So welcome to Minisode 4. Today we're chatting about another side of the author-agent relationship and it's a slightly tricky conversation to have because it's all about boundaries and crossing lines. So I'd like to start, Alice, um, by asking you how much you think the author's well-being is part of the agent's job or how much is it seen as part of their job as well, I guess. There's so many conversations going on about this um, in the industry at the moment. Um, I don't know if you've seen some bookseller articles about it. There's an article in The Guardian as well. Um, I think one of, I don't know, I think publishing is a really elusive industry that can often be viewed as slightly sort of elitist as well. Um, There's only so much you can find out online about what the process of publishing a book or signing with an agent is. Um, and everything kind of seems to be happening behind the scenes. And I think um, for debut authors in particular, that can be really unsettling and confusing and stressful. Uh, and I think the more knowledge you have about something, the more empowered you are within that industry or that kind of circle. Um, so I think primarily an agent's job has to be to keep an author informed through every step of the process, explaining things that might seem obvious to an agent, but would be hugely enlightening and helpful for an author and therefore empowering. Um, and I think that's the most effective way that an agent can, can kind of help an author's well-being throughout the process from writing to selling is just constant updates and honest communication. And like you say, not a huge amount of radio silence. Um, and yeah, I think that's, I, I think we, because we're in these, very busy offices and everything's going on and everything's happening at kind of lightning speed you forget that time is moving maybe much more slowly for an author and that email that they sent on Tuesday really does actually need a reply quite quickly because it's yeah as we say sent them to a, a catastrophizing spiral so I think that is not an impossible thing to do and I think it kind of just to debunk some of the elusiveness and strangeness uh, of, of publishing but I also think Another aspect is is just making sure that payments reach authors as quickly as they can and that you're really, you chase publishers a lot. Um, and to have that real solid understanding and kind of empathy, I suppose, about the experience of being a freelancer. Um, and I think clear communication around that is, is really is vital, to be honest, because um, it is actually just an author's livelihood. It's not a sort of fun little passion project most of the time. Yeah. That we all share in the highs and lows with our agents, and it's it's very easy to see how the lines can sometimes get a little bit blurred. Um, where do you think the line should be drawn between the professional and the personal relationship between agent and author? I think it's tricky. This one, I think 
the wonderful thing about that relationship is that it is personal um, because books are really personal and I don't think you can really avoid that truth. And I think in order for a book to really work and that partnership to really work, you have to chime with each other and you have to have a great rapport and get on really well. Um, And I don't think there's a way of avoiding this uh, when the subject matter or the process of writing a book are kind of deeply personal things. Um, I do think that it varies a lot from agent to agent. And I think it's kind of about knowing your own boundaries in those situations and situations that you feel comfortable in. Um, some agents, they're best friends of their authors and for some there are much clearer boundaries. So I think it, there are different formulas that work, but it's you as an author should never feel pressured into having a really, really personal with your relationship with your agent if that's not what you want. And that won't define whether or not you are successful, I suppose. This is a tricky one, isn't it? Because, you know, a lot of us really get on well with our agents. That's why we chose them in the first place and why they chose us, because you've got to have that rapport, haven't you? Yeah. Ultimately, ultimately, it's a business relationship, isn't it? Totally. Always a little, yeah. Yeah, tricky. Yeah, I, I try not to email outside of business hours. I mean, there's always the one-off occasion, isn't there? But I try and schedule my emails yeah. coming at like 9.06. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've just landed at your desk. You've just got <laughs> <laughs> and that's well actually not but um yeah I think it's it's difficult to sort of grapple with but yeah it's it's personal it's personal relationship and it's personal to to how you would like it to work but yeah I know it can be difficult then when you actually do have to ask for something quite directly or you know chase a payment or actually chase the radio silence that's been going on and that feels uncomfortable but it's not mm. uncomfortable for us because we're aware that we're working for you um yeah good on um and the the publishing industry is a very nice industry i would say um and publishers and agents try very hard to say nice things about sales and books even when times are very tough so authors can sometimes feel i guess as though they're reading between the lines so how do agents manage the truth versus managing an author's disappointment it's really hard um the market's really tough at the moment. It's um, we're just experiencing across the board, particularly just with cost of living and everything. People aren't buying hardbacks. Um, if you look at Nielsen, we spend a lot of time looking at Bookscan, and it can be really, really depressing. And those are forces beyond our control. And it's I know that the agents that I work with are finding it really um, gutting, having to deliver disappointing news over and over again. Um, particularly in in the current climate where it just does feel like that's constant. Um, It can be quite draining and quite depressing because ultimately you want your authors to be happy and to be selling lots of books and to be feeling excited and positive. So I think it's a really, really difficult balancing act. Um, The truth is is key, telling the truth and communicating clearly. So I think just being as, as transparent as possible, providing as much information as possible to an author about the reality of how tough it is at the moment, even if that feels difficult um, and like it's not going to make an author very happy, I think is probably the most useful thing to do for both an author and an agent. The great and miserable thing about sales figures is that they speak for themselves, but you know we have access to those and, and laying those out. And also, I suppose, alongside bad news um helping an author to get excited about new projects and new possibilities and working with them creatively and thinking ahead uh so that they don't yeah completely despair is important but I agree it's a very 
the same issue, I suppose, of that blurred relationship and all of all of the niceness, um, as it's everyone's very very lovely in publishing, and there's yeah. you know, <laughs> the email format of the like, hope you're doing incredibly well and enjoying the sunshine and da Here's this yeah. bit of information. Um, <laughs> it can yeah be difficult, yeah. but as with everything, it's a balancing act. I think. How do you find? I mean, yeah. What well, you've you just say? hit the nail on the head there, haven't you, with the emails, with the like the hope having a lovely day kind of thing. Because sometimes if I'm really busy, I'll just send a quick email, I'll be like, "Oh, is it possible we could just have a look at this?" Yeah. And then I'll go back and I'm like, "Oh, god, did that seem rude? Because I didn't add all the fluffy bits as well." <laughs> it's it's a real challenge, isn't it? But yeah. you you want the fluffy bits. We're all expected to have them. We expect them back. It's a weird, weird thing. My husband defers. Yeah. Yes, I mean, having worked in a completely different industry, it was an absolute revelation to me to kind of have kisses on the end of emails and and people asking you, you know, how's your day been or how's your summer or, you know, I'm like, I'm not used to this at all. So um, here's my actual spreadsheet. <laughs> yes. Very it, was amazing, it was an amazing YouTube video I saw once. It was this writer who was talking, he was a sort of from a working class background, and he was talking about how all the sort of people in publishing and agents say super and bravo and wonderful, <laughs> hurrah. And he said, and you never think you'll end up doing that. He said, but then one day you find yourself saying, <laughs> Yes, that's so true. I saw a tweet from someone which was like, um, is everyone in publishing really always thrilled? <laughs> such an extreme one. Yes. <laughs> we really are. Like, I think it's also, I, I don't know, I think it's a, there are a lot of women in publishing and I do feel like we we feel that need to kind of almost apologise or justify or kind of pad things out in a way mm. that is really lovely, but it's actually sometimes really indirect and, um, and unhelpful. So <laughs> never fear sending that one-line email. It's actually quite refreshing sometimes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Keep them coming, Lauren. That's all we've got time for in today's minisode. Um, thank you so much for answering all our questions, Alice. And join us next week, listeners, where we'll be asking all the other questions that you want to know. <laughs>